kingdom of the planet of the apes has arrived in IMAX. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. This morning on the third hour of today's Shark Watch, the predators are swarming crowded beaches this holiday week. We don't go out too far because I know they're coming close. Several suspected bites in just the last few days, but even a scary encounter won't stop this shark bite victim from getting back in the water. It's very exciting. Go back and start shredding again, you know? Then, what to buy in July? Tis the season of deals. Camping gear for you, toys for the kids, plus how to take advantage of Prime Date for free and more giveaways and knocking down walls. Lil John, the iconic rapper turned home renovation mogul, expanding his empire. We're going to catch up with him about his hit show and unexpected new music collaboration. That's all ahead today, Thursday, July 6th, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. And a good Thursday morning. <laughs> Welcome to this third hour of today. I say Thursday. Some people say Friday evening. No one says Friday evening. <laughs> you, know so? you. <laughs> you know what it is? It Because of the holiday, it's like every day has felt like Friday. Yes. Yeah, and you guys week. have had really long weeks, yeah, too. Yeah, the company yeah. in town. I tell you who's celebrating this week is Al Roker. Al spending Roker. some time with his new baby granddaughter, Sky Clara. Sky Clara. You're going to just call her Clara. I Because you convinced yourself that they named the child after I told I'm like, guess what? Al's new granddaughter was named after you. Yeah, yeah. This is Chanel Jones. This is Dylan Dreyer. Yes, I'm Craig Good Melvin. morning. Thank you for waking up with us. Yes, so we have to talk about this weather. In fact, severe weather is causing mayhem amid a record-breaking holiday travel period. In fact, summer storms are blamed for six thousand flight delays, hundreds of cancellations all over uh, the country. And look at this. As the holiday week comes to an end, millions still on the move. So if you're heading home or maybe back to work, you'll have plenty of company on the road. AAA projecting more than 50 million people drove 50 miles or more on their getaways. So now, of course, they have to get back home. And with that brutal heat, it's just roasting Americans from coast to coast. In fact, more than 100 million people are waking up to another scorcher. Temperatures above 90 degrees. And if you feel like it's it's been especially bad, you're not wrong. In fact, the two hottest days in world history, That's- the history of the planet, they've happened this well, week. Since we've been keeping records. Yes. Right. Like, That's at so least over time. 200 years. That's I mean, wow. crazy. Obviously the hottest days for us yeah. uh, significantly. Any relief? Just, I mean, we we will get some relief. Unfortunately, we're in July. You know, we're in the hottest yeah. part for the Northern Hemisphere um, all across the world. So it is going to remain very uncomfortable. We are likely uh, to break a couple records continuing with that theme. Your heat index will be up around 95 to 100 degrees across the Northeast and Mid-Atlantic. The second you go outside, you certainly feel just how heavy the air is. And we have low air quality alerts in effect as well because of the high levels of ozone. Nothing to do with the wildfires, but just when you have this heat and humidity, you get that bad air quality. And that also continues down along the Gulf Coast with temperatures feeling like they're up around 100 or more degrees. We also have a risk of very strong storms today through uh, the central plains, especially from Denver right over into Kansas, parts of Oklahoma. We could see baseball to softball-sized hail 
Imagine that falling from the sky. Winds over 75 miles per hour and tornadoes are certainly possible later on uh, this evening into about the midnight hour. But it feels like everyone's dealing with the heat, regardless of where you live it's in the country hot right now. Everywhere. And it feels thick yes. outside. It certainly does. Yeah. All right. um, let's talk about the other big story that's getting a lot of attention this morning. Some hope on the horizon for families who are grappling with the effects of Alzheimer's. And according to the CDC, Alzheimer's is the seventh leading cause of death in this country. But there's some exciting news today. The FDA expected to approve a new drug. It's called Lakimbi, and it has shown uh, it, it's been shown to slow the progression of the disease. It doesn't eliminate Alzheimer's. It doesn't cure it. But here to break it all down is our senior medical correspondent, Dr. John Torres. Dr. John, always good to have you. Mm-hmm. And again, we should note, and maybe it's changed in the last few minutes, but at last hour you said it's expected to get approved at some point today, correct? Exactly. And from what I've heard, it has not happened yet, but that's what they expect to happen. They gave it accelerated approval back in January, meaning that it showed some promise. They didn't want to wait till the phase three trials because they wanted to get it out there. And they say now the phase three trials came in. They have the information they need and they want to go ahead and do a full approval. We think that's going to happen today. So what makes this different from what they have right now on the market? So there's not much out there right now. And that's the main thing. And there is a few drugs out there. But the main difference being is this medication is the first one to not just clear the amyloid plaques, which are the plaques that we think are partly responsible for all. Alzheimer's, at least you know, part of the equation, part of the picture here, but it also slows progression of the disease itself, of the mm-hmm. dementia. And it's important to understand what I mean there. By slows progression, I mean it's not stopping it, it's not reversing it, but over an 18-month period, it had a 27% decline in the rate of dementia increasing. I feel like that's significant if you're dealing, or if you, if you're dealing with it or if you have a relative who's dealing with it, but there are and, side and, effects. Though. And that's the thing. That's the controversy yeah. that's out there is people are saying, you know, this is one tool we have. The only one that's been shown is slow progression and let's give us something you know this will give five months of more time with a relative who can actually understand us know who we are that type of situation others are saying that's not much that's just a modest decrease in in that rate so is it worth actually doing right now and there are some side effects brain swelling and brain bleeding were the one about 14 percent of people in the initial trial had these side effects serious side effects and so the concern is are the side effects outweighing the benefit Depends on who you talk to. It's also really expensive, too. $26,500 for the year. And what we wow. don't know is who's going to cover it. We CMS is coming out, and they're saying it looks like we're going to cover it with a couple of conditions. One, that it has to be mild dementia, which is important, and that means they have to be diagnosed with mild dementia. And also that the doctor who prescribes it registers the patient in a registry so you can keep following them and get uh-huh. more data and more information. All right, Dr. John, thank you again. Right. Alzheimer's, we're talking more than 6 million people in this yeah. country who are, who are dealing with it. So thank, thank you. Thank you so much. All right. In other news this holiday week, uh, a looming presence at America's beaches, sharks swimming our shores. And there have been a string of suspected encounters causing panic on the East Coast. This morning, a teenage surfer on Long Island sharing how quick thinking helped saved his life. NBC's Mm. Emily Akeda joins us from Robert Moses State Park. Emily, I mean, they're out there and people are out there, too. What's going on? Yeah, absolutely. It's the busy season, not just for beachgoers, but also sharks. And the recent rash of encounters has lifeguards ramping up patrols from the ground to the water. You might be able to make out behind me from the air as well. Drone patrols earlier this week capturing dozens of sand sharks lingering in the water about 200 yards from where I'm standing. And experts encouraging people, the millions flocking to the shorelines this summer, to keep in mind that the ocean is home to a wide array of sea life, including sharks. And we are merely visitors. Here they come. Oh, my gosh. From the Gulf Shore to beaches in the Northeast. 
A recent string of shark sightings and encounters have holiday beachgoers and lifeguards on high alert. I'm going to need you to respond for a 10-9 shark attack at the lifeguard station. 15-year-old Peter Bencoli telling News 12 Long Island he felt something sharp while he was out surfing early Monday evening off Long Island's Kismet Beach. My first reaction to when the shark grabbed my foot was to immediately get out the water and get help. Ben Coley says he got back to shore where a friend and another beachgoer helped him until medics arrived. He's now using a scooter to get around as his foot heals. His encounter, just one of a handful of suspected or confirmed shark bites this week. We don't go out too far because I know they're coming close, but we're still swimming. In Florida, a photographer with our Palm Beach station captured this shark swimming just offshore. It comes a day after another shark got too close for comfort for some swimmers at a beach on the panhandle. No one hurt in either incident. Experts say increased shark sightings this time of year are normal, in large part because more people are in the water. It's not that there's a good chance there are sharks in there. There are sharks in the ocean. The ocean is their home. The ocean is a wild place. It is not a swimming pool. Dr. Bob Huter, the chief scientist at OSEARCH, a nonprofit that tags and tracks hundreds of sharks, says along with shark populations starting to rebound in recent years, it may seem like encounters are happening more because of social media. Dr. Huter also cautions even when sharks bite, it's often by mistake. Everybody understands the difference between a dog bite and a dog attack. A shark attack, though, which implies that the shark is really trying to, to kill and feed on the person, that is so incredibly rare. Back on Long Island, Peter Bancoli won't let his injury prevent him from getting back on his board. It's very excited. Go back and start shredding again, you know? And you can already see people trying to beat the heat and flocking to America's coastlines this morning. If you are considering going into the water, just keep in mind that sharks, we are not the target for them. They are looking for fish. They are looking for seals. If you do see marine life swim, though, in the opposite direction, you also want to avoid wearing flashy jewelry that a shark could pot potentially mistake for a fish. And then in the very rare circumstance that you do see a shark swim close to you, approach you, don't panic. Just calmly back out of the water slowly, guys. Perhaps easier, though, said than done. Yeah, I would Good say. advice, though, because I think, you know, if you see fish in the water, you, you're tempted to go and, you know, right. check it out. But, but if the fish are running away, you run away, too. Well, there's just that. assume. Yeah, just assume. <laughs> okay, Emily, thank you. Good advice. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, that long. Sorry. They have intuition. Fish run, you run. They have intuition. We're just going to put that on the table for you to think about. <laughs> All right. Coming up in Consumer Confidential, Vicki Wynn is going to tell us what to buy in July for all your summer needs. And she even found some freebies for you. This can't run. So I said we were leaving it on the table. Didn't I say that? And later, new hope for the world's dying coral reefs. As conservationists, can I get through this? Find a genius way to help bring our oceans back to life. Suspicious. Run it away. We'll be right back. <laughs> if the fish are running away. You, you should run too. You swim with them. <laughs> it's a Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived in IMAX. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. 
never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. If you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the True Crime Original. Welcome back. Even if you missed the 4th of July sales earlier this week, there are plenty more markdowns to look forward to this month. So here to tell us what we should be buying and what to hold off on is NBC senior consumer investigative correspondent Vicki Wynn. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Let's dig right in here. What purchases can help us get the most bang for our buck this month? All right. Well, I know that Craig and Al went on a camping trip a while back. Right. It's time to get you ladies involved in that. We might have a little video. But this is the time to stock up on your outdoor gear from the big things like the tents all the way down to the small things like the LED lanterns, Patagonia, all of these things are on sale at various stores, mm. including REI, uh, Backcountry, and Moose Jaw. I don't know if you've heard, but they've got oh, some buy one, get one deals. Moose Jaw. Jaw. Okay. So this is the time because the weather is amazing and people want to get out there and camping gear is very expensive. And also cycling gear is on mm. sale this time of year. Mm. The next thing to think about, we've been talking about tools and home improvement items since Father's Day because that's the kind of time everyone yeah. wants to get out and mm. DIY. <clears throat> Paint, apparently, according to Cheapster, paint is on sale right now. Even though people aren't really trying to be inside painting, you can actually buy the paint ahead of time. And unopened, those cans can last Listen, years. Listen, that's a great idea. And paint is expensive, yeah. right? And then finally, this is a great time, according to the crazy coupon lady, to stock up on your toys. Walmart has two times per year when it does this huge toy clearance, July and December, Mm. up to 90% off in-store and online. So, you know, if you're early Christmas shopping, this is a great time. Target as well for those toys. And kids don't know the difference, honestly. They open up the Target. Yeah. Yeah. Get them now. Just find a good hiding spot. Yeah. Uh Sure. Every time uh, I log on to Amazon Prime, I realize that Prime Day is coming up. I mean, there's a lot of things to kind of hold off just a little bit longer for. Okay, buckle up. I have a lot of information when it comes to Prime Day. July 11th and 12th, the sales start at 3 a.m. You can actually set deal alert notifications for products that you're interested in, so you don't have to be on the site all the time. It'll just send you an alert. Hey, this thing is on sale that you've been looking for. It's always a secret what's on sale, but Kindles, Fire Sticks, uh, the Ring Doorbell, those are some items that are popular that are expected to go on sale. All the doorbells. Yes. Okay. Do you know how much a Prime membership costs per year? But you can sign up for just one month, a monthly, and cancel Mm -hmm. after that if you want to try it out. And if you're one of the few people who hasn't exhausted a free trial yet, this could Mm -hmm. be a good time so you can take advantage of those deals. Yes, exactly. Sure, sure. Which a lot of good programming is on Prime Video. Jack Ryan, baby. Yes, indeed. And then there are other retailers who've jumped into this, right? So Target has its circle week of deals, July mm. 9th through the 15th. Cat and Jack, Good and Gather, their brands are on sale as well. Uh, Best Buy does its Black Friday in July. It starts a day earlier than Prime Days. And then Walmart has a whole week of deals as well, uh, 710 to 713. And it's good products, right? It's not yeah. stuff they're just trying to get rid of. No, they're really trying to spur holiday shopping earlier than Black okay. Friday. And July is now the answer. Okay. 
Who still drinks uh, Slurpees? Do any of you like Slurpees? The kids make them. 7-Eleven on 7-Eleven, July 11th. Oh, a free small huh. Slurpee for you, Craig. Oh, wow. And if you're part of the 7 Rewards membership program, you could get a free small Slurpee every day from July 1 all the way to July 11th. So you get on that right now. Go. Say it with me. National Ice Cream Day. Ice Cream National Day. Ice Cream Day. Scream. We all scream. We all scream. We all scream. When is it? July 16th this year. Oh. So Baskin Robbins is doing $5 off a $20 order if you order through Uber Eats, uh, DoorDash, or Postmates, and you use Use the code seize the yay. Yogurtland is giving you double like points. That. Seize the yay. Seize the yay. I, like I know that. that is so you, right? Like and that. then check with your mom and pop in your local ice cream stores on July 16th as well and support them. They're probably doing a free scoop or something. That's All really right. cool. Before Good. we let you get out of here, what should we hold off on buying right now? What should okay. we stay away from? So it's still July. It's not back to school yet. So if you need that computer, that laptop, or all those school supplies like binders, pencils, paper, wait until August. That's when you're going to see okay. the best sales, crayons, markers, glue. And then we always talk about grills and patio furniture. We saw some sales around July 4th. You'll see little one-offs here and there. The best time really to buy it is Labor Day when their retailers are trying to move all that huge merchandise out of their showrooms. And fall clothing, that is not for now. You want to wait until Labor Day or even Black Friday because you're always buying for the next, next season. season. You should yes. already have your fall clothes. Exactly. Right? From last year. <laughs> All right, Vicky. Thank you. Thanks, as always. Coming up, we're going to take you under the sea for a really dazzling look at the coral reefs coming back to life with a little help from science and a funny-looking invention that could be a game-changer in the fight against global warming. We'll have that for you coming up also a little bit later. Look who's here, y'all. Hey! Rapper Lil Jon. He is in the house to tell us about this fun new collaboration and his passion for remodeling homes. Really? Who knew? That's right. Lil Jon. Third hour of today. Right back back now with our Serious Today climate. As vacationers head to the beaches this summer, there's a there's a crisis that's brewing in our oceans. Scientists predict 70 to 90 percent of coral reefs could die off in the next 30 years. But now, now there's a real effort underway to save them. Yeah, this is really a cool story. Coral conservation uses many different methods. In the Bahamas, researchers are growing pieces of coral on what they call coral trees and underwater mm. nurseries. It's part of a program that links our sponsor, MSC Cruises, with graduate students in South Florida working together to identify coral species that can withstand the effects of climate change. The ultimate goal? To regrow the ocean's reefs one piece at a time. About 65 miles off the coast of Miami, Florida, in the waters of the Bahamas. You can see the nurseries in the water. There's an underwater nursery made up of coral trees where pieces of coral of all sizes hang from PVC pipes anchored to the ocean floor. We have four coral trees, three are populated with three distinct genotypes of corals that are spatially independent of one another so we can maintain genetic diversity. Dr. Owen O'Shea is the Marine Program and Research Manager for the MSC Foundation, the nonprofit arm of MSC Cruises, which funds the Super Coral Program. Super Coral essentially refers to a coral that is demonstrating a thermal resilience to changes in, in ocean temperature. And the problems we're seeing with this in reefs is that they are struggling to keep up with their adaptive evolution. Some do it very well, some are incredibly resilient, others not so much. He says finding the ones that are adapting to climate change isn't easy because they're critically endangered. 
After less than a year of searching for source colonies of super corals like this one, he's only found three. It's literally trying to find a needle in a haystack or a coral in an ocean. But yet when we do find it, it's incredibly rewarding. <laughs> From these parent colonies, Dr. O'Shea harvests hand-sized pieces, breaks them up into smaller fragments, and attaches them to the branches of the coral trees in the nursery. That's where they'll stay suspended in the currents, where they'll get maximum sunlight. They get a nice exchange of water. We get a lot of nutrients that come in from the deeper ocean. After about a year and a half, once these fragments have grown enough and are healthy, he says the next step is to outplant them back onto the reefs to keep growing and repopulating the area. It's an intervention. We're just giving nature a helping hand. So we're sort of manipulating the environment to an extent where we can control the growth of these corals. And this research extends far beyond the nursery. The Super Coral Program also funds the work of graduate students in two South Florida universities. These students test and develop scientific methods in a lab setting to identify the most resilient coral species out there. Each student in the program, like Ramiro Casalvila, focuses on a different project guided by experts and researchers in the coral conservation field. We'll be using 3D imagery, so taking underwater pictures of the corals within the nurseries to then create uh, models to quantify their growth. And in the process of this, we'll be creating a standardized procedure. A standardized procedure that can be used not only to help coral nursery research in the Bahamas, but eventually it could be used in coral nurseries worldwide. I'd like that my work would be uh, used in the future, essentially gain all the skill sets needed to be able to replicate this somewhere else. Whether on land, in a lab, or under the sea, this research is part of something bigger that can help save entire ecosystems. There are so many wonderful people on Earth that are, are doing coral reef restoration at the moment. So we want to be able to share our results. We want to be able to export and refine these methods on a global scale. What works here might not work somewhere else, but it just might. That's I really cool. love that they're trying new ways yeah. to kind of grow this coral. Dr. O'Shea says the underwater nursery now holds 60 pieces of coral, but in just three years' time, he hopes to be growing up to 5,000 wow. corals every year. Wow. And I, you know, I've heard everybody talk about the problem, but I didn't realize it was that bad, quite yeah. frankly, with our coral reefs. Well, as the temperature of, of the oceans go up, it kills off the corals. So yes. if you can find a resistant coral Absolutely. to that, then that was good. All right, coming up, we're going to sit down with Lil John, how he went from rapping to renovating. You probably do a little bit of both. <laughs> An unexpected new passion for the Grammy winner. And then later, some counterintuitive ways to wake up and feel less tired throughout the day. It's good advice for all of us. The strategies we can all use right away. We'll be right back. has been making hits for almost three decades now. You know Lil John for songs like Snap Your Fingers. Uh, there was also Turn Down for What? And of course, Get Low, which reached number two <laughs> on the Billboard charts. I had to read it with emphasis. Yes, you did. Uh, <laughs> by the way, folks, in case you hadn't heard, John has added Home Renovator to his resume now with his hit HGTV show. It's called Lil John Wants to Do What? He's back <laughs> with season two, and this season, the renovations promise to be bigger and better than ever. Ooh. Lil John, good morning. You didn't know I had it in me, did you? Listen. Listen full disclosure. Yeah. Full disclosure. Yeah. I watched, I was flipping through, and I saw Lil John, and I stopped, and I watched. I thought it was a prank at first. 
and I thought it was like a sketch. I, I watched the show. I'm like, oh my God, Lil John's a legit designer. Yeah. How did this come to be? Well, I was kind of forced into it. Um, <laughs> me and my family were living by coastal. We uh-huh. were in L.A. at the time for like uh, that was our main place of living. But we still had our home in Atlanta. So we had a flood. No, a pipe burst mm. in our home in Atlanta and we were in L.A. And it was the pipe was the water was running mm. for a week. Oh. So we Our basically had destroyed. to gut the house and kind of just start from scratch and went through the bad contractors. Yeah. And you found your gift somehow. Yeah. So um, one day I was just watching home renovation shows trying to get, you know, some inspiration. Okay. And I saw my co-host now, my co-designer now, Anitra. Wow. She had a show on and I reached out and was like, yo, would you be down to like work with me on my home because I I got nothing in here right now. I yeah. got it. So we got together and like we we complement each other really well. And we we did my house over and her husband Adam was like, "You guys work really really mm. good together and your designs are amazing. We should awesome. do a show." So that's how we kind of got it. into it and came up with this. Little John wants to do what? I it's love it. Great, it's a great show. And so when you meet these homeowners, you know, what is your approach to bringing your vision to life? I know you were talking to me during the commercial break about, you know, feeling the changes. I don't yeah. know. So number one, you talk to the homeowners, you get a vibe from them. You see what they, they think they want. Cause they, sometimes what they think they want, they don't really necessarily mm-hmm. want. You'll see that in the mm-hmm. season. And you'll see sometimes people want things, but they don't know how to say what they want. Mm. And you have to push them out of their comfort zones. Mm. So you you talk to them and get all that kind of energy from them. And then you walk through the home and you see what kind of stuff they have. You I see what that. their style is. Yeah. And then for me is let the home speak to you to okay. dictate what you're it supposed means. to do. Okay. So a vibe guy. So what is your one piece of advice for someone sitting at home just like looking at the pillows and their couch? Like, I need to do something different. What is one piece of advice for an easy fix? Read about feng shui. Start okay. with feng shui because why your house doesn't feel right is Ooh. your feng shui is off, most really? likely. So before you start designing, read fair, feng okay. shui books. Yeah. And then I swear by it. It's changed a lot about like the whole vibe. Well, like the couch home. should be yeah. over there. Like yes. conversation pieces should be here. Heat should be here. Like it's just mm. like, okay. It's it, all about it changes the, flow. the whole vibe of your, uh, your living space. And then you have to figure out what your style is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you can't have, you can't have like five different styles in your house. You gotta right. have a exactly. theme yeah. for your house, a vibe. Hmm. Is it true you have a hookah bar in your house? I do. I have a, I have a, Kind of a nightclub. <laughs> and then I have a, a hookah lounge in my house as well. Wait, that's pretty that's cool. Ama- do you prefer? Do you like perform in said nightclub? Like do you no, like, I do have, have like a DJ parties? booth. I do have a DJ booth. I, I had a really big party once. Okay, I created a really nice. Uh, my basement level was a bar. The, these really big doors that yeah. open up to oh, create an indoor amazing. outdoor living oh, space and nice. it's really custom everything in there is custom we love custom on the show too <laughs> really quickly that. before I let you get out of here you've collaborated you know obviously Usher and Pitbull I was at this, that concert this Tiffany Haddish she, you know, she revealed this track recently how did that co- how did this collaboration come about uh, well, her team reached out to me and was like, Tiffany wants to do something with you. And I was, you know, I'm a fan. Everybody loves Tiffany. Sure. Come on, how could you not love <laughs> Tiffany? Sure, man. So uh, they sent over the song and I was like, let's do it. Let's do and, it. And knocked it out. And we're shooting a video soon. Of course oh, that's going to be fun. So that's going to be funny. What a fun journey. <laughs> funny. You are, you are a renaissance <laughs> man.
I'm a, trying, brother. A renaissance, yeah. man. Lil John, thank you. Thank I'm going to get you some AC, though. Thank you. I know I'm going to get some AC, darling. How about I just come to one of your mansions? We have a house party. I'm, we'll do a uh, house swap. You want to yeah. do that? Season three house swap. Now America knows you don't have air conditioning. I don't. It's really Lil John, thank you. Season two of Lil John Wants to Do What? Premieres Monday, nine o'clock on HGTV. Coming up here telling my business. <laughs> <laughs> I thought next. we were free. <laughs> you invite me to the house party. Uh, coming up next, uh, what if you could wake up feeling refreshed instead of tired? We're going to learn how to keep up your energy all day. And then later, Isaac Fitzgerald is here with the best escape read of the summer and more books to throw in your beach bag. We'll be right back. All right. <laughs> I'm calling the whitehead. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived in IMAX. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Rated PG 13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hello, parents, homeschoolers, and teachers. Trusty narrator here from the Who Smarted podcast. Our 15-minute episodes are perfect for car rides, bedtime, break time, class time, or any time. We make learning science and history fun and funny for 7 to 11-year-olds with new episodes every week. Look for Who Smarted on any podcast platform or at whosmarted.com. And teachers get a free subscription to our ad-free version by clicking educators at whosmarted.com. If you're feeling a little tired this morning, join the club. Yeah, I've been yawning morning. all morning. Uh, with the busy summer season in full swing, those longer days can leave all of us feeling a little exhausted from time to time. So this morning we have Dr. Tara Narula. She specializes in cardiology and internal medicine, and she's here to help us beat Feeling beat. Dr. Narula, good morning. <laughs> good morning. So listen, we all, a lot of people complain about being tired, but yes. when is it a symptom or when is it time to worry? Yes. I remember growing up, my mom always saying, I'm so tired. Mm-hmm. And now as a parent, I say I'm so exhausted. And for my patients, I hear this really often. Mm. And we know that about 7 million medical visits a year in the U.S. are for fatigue. And in fact, 20 to 30% of patients, when they go to see their primary care provider, one of the things they mention is being so important fatigue. to them as a problem is fatigue, yeah. more common in women. Mm-hmm. And so when is it an issue? It's an issue if it's persistent, if it's something that really is interrupting your ability to do daily tasks, to do your job. It's not a function. Exactly. That's the time when you really need to talk to your doctor about it. And if that is the case, are there any medical issues that we should be looking out for if you're feeling that? Right. And that's the thing. A lot of people downplay it and they say, I'm just overworked. But actually, it can be a sign of underlying medical condition. And in my world of cardiology, we talk about things like cardiovascular disease or coronary artery disease or heart Mm. failure as being uh, presenting as a sign with just fatigue. That's scary. Okay. Which is scary. So thyroid disease or other hormonal abnormalities, even times like menopause, Mm -hmm. anemia, vitamin deficiencies like vitamin B12, certain infections. So in the Northeast, we think about Lyme disease this time of year, HIV, hepatitis, mono, Mm -hmm. rheumatologic disorders like lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, and then cancer. And then I want to throw in there just medication. So lots Mm -hmm. of times we take things that may be contributing to our fatigue. So important to go over your medication list with your doctor, certain antidepressants, beta blockers, which are cardiac medications, antihistamines means can all lead to feelings. I'm glad you're bringing this up because you don't have to live tired, right? There are things that we can do, or there could be something wrong that you need to get checked out. Exactly. And doctor, it's not just 
physical things that could be wrong. It's important to keep our mental health in check, right? To keep our energy levels up. Right. And it's so important to talk about mental health. We know that we're finally pulling the curtain back on that and showing how what happens up here can have physical manifestations. And it's one of the things that can really fly under the radar. Mm-hmm. So, but anxiety, depression, PTSD, chronic stress can all lead people to feel fatigued, mm-hmm. even substance abuse. So it's important to ask those questions. Okay. But the great thing, cognitive behavioral therapy, yoga, meditation, mindfulness, mm-hmm. we have a lot of great ways to address fatigue when it comes to being caused by mental that health That can issues. help with your energy. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. What, what about exercise, Doc? Yeah. I mean, how, what's, what's, what do we know about the correlation between lifestyle habits and things like exercise and fatigue? Well, the more you move, yeah. the less fatigued you're going to feel. Okay. So it's important to get in that 150 minutes a week of, we say, cardio, some strength training. Um, sit up if you're at your desk all day. Get a standing desk. Um, even things like going outside and getting into some bright light or putting a bright light at your desk can help. And then diet is really Uh, important. So a lot of people think if I just eat that sugar-loaded snack, it's going to give me a boost of energy. But then you can have a sugar spike and a crash. So what you want to do is add in some protein, some fats. Don't skip meals. Don't overeat. And really make your pattern kind of small, frequent meals um, throughout the day. And you also advocate limiting your caffeine. Yeah. I mean, sometimes little caffeine can certainly help, you know, that afternoon coffee. But when you drink too much caffeine, it can actually make you feel more tired and and even dehydrated. So you want to stay hydrated. A lot of us don't drink enough water, especially now. It's so hot outside. That's important to think about. Um, and then some really cool superfoods that can boost your energy. I My kids tease me because I eat oatmeal every morning, but yeah. oats, spinach, nuts, almonds, uh, uh, things like that can actually boost your energy. And let's talk really quickly about sleep quality. Right. What, do we, what, what can you tell us about sleep quality? So unfortunately, one in three Americans don't get enough sleep, which is really seven to nine hours. Wow. But as important as enough sleep is what you said, which is quality of sleep. So, you know, people who have sleep apnea, Mm -hmm. which is another condition that can really go undiagnosed, they have disordered breathing at night and they can think they're sleeping really well, but they wake up and they're tired all day. So a referral to a sleep doctor can sometimes be helpful to, to pick up on sleep apnea and then good sleep hygiene. You know, those of us who have kids, we, we know how to put our kids to bed the right way, but we don't do that for ourselves. Right. So cool, dark room, quiet, put away your devices. Don't overeat before bed. Yeah. Don't drink alcohol. We should take our own advice. We I'm should. Not. Like everything you're saying, I'm like, <laughs> yes, I should take exactly. Exactly. Thank you, Dr. Good, Dr. Really. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, coming up next, best-selling author Isaac Fitzgerald is here with his picks for the best reads of the summer, from thrillers to romance. We'll be right back. swing nothing beats relaxing outside with a good book so we brought in an expert to share the hottest reads of the season isaac fitzgerald you know him as the best-selling author of dirtbag massachusetts we love when you're here isaac i'm good so morning. happy to be here good, good morning. morning how are we all we're Great. doing good i am so excited yeah, about craig this like zoomed over and took the book right off the top of that's the absolutely here. right this is the one you're absolutely right great taste craig this is colson <laughs> whitehead's crook manifesto it's the second book in his harlem trilogy 10 years have passed which means it's the 1970s now and we're still with ray carney the main character he's a family man he's a businessman he sells furniture he's also a little bent just okay. a little crooked. But he got out of the game. He did. But what happens when you get out of the game? Oh, they game try to pull you back. back. They they get try you to back pull in. You back. <laughs> it starts with him needing Jackson 5 tickets for his daughter hmm. and turning back to his life of crime. Aww. It's so good. Colson Whitehead is having so much fun writing these novels. I love it. I so enjoy Colson. He's one of my favorite writers. I mean, two Pulitzer Prizes, you know? Yes. Um, but what about a thriller for folks who are interested in those? 
The Guest okay. by Emma Klein. Mm. Let me tell you, Emma Klein's like just gimlet, sharp-eyed take on the Hamptons is wonderful. Mm. This book is beautifully paced. It's eerie. It's sexy. We follow Alex. She's in her 20s. Okay. She's kind of smitten in, in, in the world, in the lavish world of this 50-year-old man, Simon. And she wants to stay in that world. She's got burnt bridges here in the city. Mm. She's got a dangerous ex. So she wants to stay in the life of the Hamptons. And this follows her around. Yet the like eerie pace to it really gets speedy at the end. It's great for a mystery lover. It's great for a thriller lover. And the sentences are beautiful. It's a great literary work. I think this one's for you. That's a good one. one. Well, wait, I also want to hear about a little romance, like a little romance read. You like a little love. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. Her good side. Okay. I love this book so much. It's so fun. You've got Bethany. Her moms are both former WNBA stars. They want her to go into sports. She might rather be cooking, even though she's really good Mm -hmm. at it. And she's got this friend. Jacob, he uh, he got a little hot recently. He's looking real good. <laughs> but they're just pals. He's a little unlucky in love, so they decide to fake date, uh-huh. get a little tension from their classmates. But guess what? what? They fall in love. They are headed oh, to field do. zone, baby. Population <laughs> them. I love this. This book is so joyful. It's so supportive. It's so loving. It's so much fun. That's I good. love that. All right, I'll take this. I love a good romance. Okay, the next one has been adapted into a show on Hulu. That is correct. Oh, it, yeah, it came so out in April. It, it's mm-hmm. so good. It's uh, It started in April. It's on Hulu. It's Tiny Beautiful Things. This book came out a decade ago. It's a collection of advice columns by Cheryl Strayed, who is amazing. All right, this is the book I give to anyone in my life who's kind of going through it. Who's kinda, I'm going to keep this one. I'm not going to give it to anyone. I don't want to say anything about you. Who's kind of? I love this book so much, so it's great on the bookshelf. But the okay. Hulu series is fantastic. The cast is ridiculous. They're doing such a good job adapting not only the vice, the heartfelt grit and advice in this book, but also just doing such a good job of capturing Cheryl Strayed as a writer. She's had a hell of a story, so I love it. Awesome. Wow. Everyone okay. likes to escape from time to time. This mm-hmm. next one you call a mesmerizing tale. Oh, it's so good. It's absolutely marvelous. All right, Tanya James's loot. We start in India, late 18th century. There's a young woodcarver who's basically taken in by a sultan to make an automaton, a wooden statue that moves. He he has the help of a French clockmaker. Now stay with me for a moment because that automaton really exists. This is historical fiction at its finest. That statue is real. But let me tell you, the fiction that she writes around it, the mesmerizing, marvelous story that she weaves. It mm. jumps continents. It goes through years. It's all so seamless. This is historical fiction mm. at its best. This is part heist, part love story, wow. part adventure, and it all works. It all works. It's a fully baked novel. I'll I love take, it. I'll take that there one, too. There you go. That. Really that quickly, is before fantastic. you leave us, can you tell yeah. us what you're working on? I hear you're traveling the country. Oh, that is so kind of yes. you. Thank you. All right, so my next book, it's called American Dionysus. It's about a little man that you might have heard of, John Chapman, better known as Johnny Appleseed. Oh. I found out that I absolutely love walking, so how I'm spending my time these days is I'm walking around Massachusetts, Indiana, Pennsylvania, Ohio, and having fun. Isaac, that's awesome. That's Thank so you so much. so much. We always love your picks. We always love chatting with you. This is fantastic. Yeah, Have a great you. summer. Thank, thank you. you. No one's All more right, excited see, about books. I know. You celebrate. But it makes us excited. Nice. I love it. To see his picks again, head to today.com slash books. I'll be right yes. back. I'll <laughs> Tomorrow, the 
third hour of today. Summer fashion hacks for men and women and some road trip ideas to inspire your next getaway. Hoda and Jenna are coming up next inside a really cool lip lab in New York City where you can customize your very own lip color. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Have a great day, everyone. We'll see Bye. you back here tomorrow. We need a nap. <laughs>